welcome to the last CSF monthly podcast for 2020. And this podcast provides you with the latest update in the field of cytokine signaling pathways and JAK inhibition. And I'm really happy to report that among a flurry of awards for the CSF, our monthly podcast discussion in rheumatology has received recognition in the Global Digital Health Awards. So congratulations to all concerned. And thanks, of course, to all of you for listening. It's absolutely grand. Well, today I'm going to review two really very interesting papers. The first is written by uh, my dear friend, Professor Joseph Smolin and colleagues and focuses on the efficacy of baricitinib in people with moderate to severe rheumatoid arthritis. And the second paper comes from uh, Professor Roy Fleischmann and colleagues and focuses on the safety and efficacy of immediate switch from uparacitinib to adalimumab or vice versa in people with rheumatoid arthritis with non-response or incomplete response to initial therapy. Now remember, as always, there are detailed summary slides of the papers discussed and you'll find them at cytokinesignaling.com. Right, let's get down to business. Well, the first paper comes from Professor Joseph Smolin and colleagues, and it evaluated the long-term efficacy of baricitinib in people with active RE who are either naive to DMARS or who had had an inadequate response to methotrexate. Uh, the background here, well, I, I suspect baricitinib needs no introduction to you. It's uh, demonstrated efficacy and safety in populations that span the clinical disease continuum, uh, that being DMARD naive, methotrexate IR, conventional synthetic DMARD IR, and biologic DMARD IR populations. Now, achievement and maintenance of low disease activity or clinical remission are foremost amongst our treatment goals and are contained now in treat to target and especially in the RA recommendations, for example, those published recently by ULAR. And this study evaluated the achievement and maintenance of low disease activity, remission and physical function in patients treated with baricitinib for up to three years. Uh, data were analysed from two 52-week phase three studies and one ongoing long-term extension. Now, patients completing phase three were switched to open-label baricitinib four milligrams monotherapy for RA begin or baricitinib four milligrams with methotrexate from RA beam in the long-term extension phase. A simple disease activity index, low disease activity and health assessment questionnaire disability index were assessed using a non-responder imputation approach. Well, what did we find? Well, for patients achieving SI-LDA, improvement achieved after switching was maintained through week 148. Greater proportions of patients from both baricitinib treatment groups achieved remission during the originating studies. And the response in patients initially treated with baricitinib was maintained from week 12 through to week 148. At week 148, simple disease activity index, low disease activity was achieved in up to 61% of DMARD naive patients and 59% of methotrexate IR patients treated initially with baricitinib. Now, the SI remission was achieved in up to 34% of DMARD naive and 24% of methotrexate IR patients. Turning to HAC now, well, the HAC DI less than or equal to 0.5 was achieved in up to 48% of DMARD naive patients and 38% of methotrexate IR patients uh, initially treated with baricitinib. And over 148 weeks, 3.6% and 10.7% of methotrexate IR patients discontinued due to lack of efficacy or adverse events. Similar rates were seen in the DMARD naive population. Now, the instant rates for adverse events of special interest were similar to those previously reported, and I, I won't go into them in detail here. 
So what are our key implications here? Well, baricitinib seems to show good sustained efficacy over three years and was well tolerated by patients. Uh, there are low discontinuation rates, and that would indicate that baricitinib treatment was both efficacious and uh, clinically well tolerated in the longer term. Okay, well, what about our second paper coming from Roy Fleischman and colleagues? And this was a paper that looked at the efficacy and safety of switching between upadacitinib and adalimumab following insufficient response to prior therapy. Uh, again, the, the background here, probably not terribly challenging for you. Treat to target is recommended in people with rheumatoid arthritis, uh, in which therapy should be optimized every three or maximum six months until achievement of remission or low disease activity, and indeed thereafter to ensure maintenance of that state. Uh, both ACR and ULAR recommendations suggest addition of a biologic or targeted synthetic DMARD in people who do not achieve treatment goals, and in clinical practice, switching between mechanisms of action is common. The Select Compare study followed treat-to-target principles to examine switch efficacy data in patient subgroups. Patients were randomized to double-blind paracitinib 15 milligrams, uh, placebo, or adalimumab 40 milligrams uh, every couple of weeks with background methotrexate. Uh, patients with insufficient response to paracitinib and adalimumab were blindly switched to alternate therapy uh, prior to week 26 for Patients with less than 20% improvement from baseline in both tender and swollen joint count, uh, they would be non-responders. And at week 26, for patients without clinical disease activity index and low disease activity, those being incomplete responders. 39% uh, of apatacitinib and 49% of adalimumab patients were rescued to alternate therapy. So the key results, well, approximately equal proportions of patients were rescued due to non and incomplete response. There was improvement in disease activity from baseline to time of switch. Improvements were greater in the incomplete response group compared with the non-response group. And incomplete responders, by definition, had at least 20% improvement in tender and swollen joint counts at rescue visits. Most achieved ACR 20 at switch. Now, switching mechanism of action had a beneficial effect in clinical responses in both non-responder and incomplete responder groups. And following immediate switch without washout, the proportion experiencing treatment to emergent adverse events was similar, regardless of whether patients switched to adalimumab or the reverse to upadacitinib. So what do we conclude? Well, this study revealed no new safety signals despite an immediate switch in mechanism of action without a washout. So that's helpful for us in clinical practice. Uh, following a blinded switch in mechanism of action, more patients were able to achieve remission and low disease activity in both non and incomplete responder groups. Uh, there was minimal risk of flare following treatment switch. And these observations would tend to support a treat-to-target strategy in which patients who fail to respond are switched to a therapy with an alternate mechanism of action. Well, to view other publications uploaded this month, please head over to the publications page on cytokinesigling.com. Uh, you'll find slides reviewing a recent publication of a systematic literature review conducted in 2019 that supported a consensus meeting on points to consider for the treatment of immune-mediated inflammatory diseases with Janus kinase inhibitors. Uh, the consensus task force was informed by this systematic literature research on the efficacy and safety of all trials in JAK inhibitors in immune-mediated inflammatory diseases. And of course, my last remarks are simply to thank you for your attention to this podcast, uh, to wish you the very best of this festive period, and especially to wish you a prosperous 
2021. It's been an extraordinary year. It's been a challenging year. It's been a, a year that has tested us as people and tested us as professionals. And I think as a discipline in rheumatology, we should be really proud that we were not found wanting and that we have continued to uh, represent and, and treat our patients to the very best of our ability. Uh, so my sincere best wishes for a safe and healthy uh, holiday period to you and all of your loved ones. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Let us know what you think by leaving a review. Thank you so very much indeed. See you in the new year.